back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. We got your Wednesday, August 15th edition. Ten-game slate on tap tonight. There's a four-game early. We'll break it all down in the Slack chat and answer all questions for that. One thing is watch out for the weather in Wrigley. It looks like it might be a little wet. Doubt it turns it into a three-game slate, but the potential is there. On the night slate, Cincinnati looks to be a little wet, but not too bad, kind of like yesterday. Knock on wood, things will be fine at night. Uh, before we get started, let me talk to you about our sponsor, Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. It's a great way to play fantasy sports. Check them out. Um, Snake-style drafting, just the way you like it. They have baseball. They got golf this week for the Wyndham Championship. They'll have basketball, hockey, football. When that gets rocking and rolling, but right now for football, let me talk to you about best ball drafts. They do it great. It's a great, great way to do it. No defenses, no kickers. Makes it easy. Um, you can do s- slow drafts, eight-hour time limits. You can do fast drafts. You can do it all, all different price points. And if you're new to draft, use promo code SD Sports when you make your deposit, and you'll get an entry into a free $3 tournament of your choice. If you want it for best ball, it's yours. Baseball, golf, whatever you want, it is there. We got guys that tried out draft in the Slack chat, and they absolutely love it. They're having a blast doing it. Tons and tons of fun. So go check it out. Draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports at checkout to get an entry into a free $3 tournament. Also, if you guys can give us a rating and review on wherever you listen to it, preferably iTunes, but they have SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, uh, iHeartRadio. They're all out there. So go check us out. Uh, if you can do it for whatever podcast you listen to on the SD Sports Network, we'd much, much appreciate it. It would help us out tremendously. With that being said, let's get into your 10-game slate where we will rock and roll and kick it off with the totals. Red Sox at Phillies 8.5, waiting on Mets Orioles, waiting on Rays Yankees, as Jacob Faria is supposed to be making his return for the Rays. Indians Reds 9.5, Marlins Braves 8.5, Rockies Astros 7.5, Blue Jays Royals 9, Nationals Cards 9, Angels Padres 8.5, Giants Dodgers 8. Those are rather low totals that compared to what we've seen of late, and the pitching is not that great, so it's very interesting to see what we have out there tonight. Uh, kicking it off with your top price arms, you have two guys over 10K. You have Garrett Cole at 12-2 at home against Colorado. I'll stay away from that one, but I do like a lot, and I'm wondering how chalky he will be. But Zach Wheeler's $10,800 at the Baltimore Orioles. He's faced them once this year, seven shutout innings of three hits, five Ks for 22.2 draftings points. He has been filthy of late, 28.8, 35-4, 27-9. 18-8, then a 14-5, 15 or more points in 10 straight starts. He has 22 or more in like 7 of those 10. He has been outstanding. Uh, seven or uh, 6 or more Ks in all but one of those last 10 starts. Everything you can want from a guy, he's been there. Zach Wheeler has been great. He's facing a Baltimore team that strikes out 24% of the time. Yes, they can run into the ball. We know this for a fact. Uh, but, you know, no Machado. There's a lot to, of things that are missing in that lineup. Uh, Beckham has heated up a bit. Crush Davis can run into one from time to time. Adam Jones even ran into one. But, you know, Wheeler strikes out 24% that he faces with 11% swinging strike rate, 40, almost 44% ground ball rate, and only a hard contact rate of 26.5%. That is outstanding stuff right there from Mr. Wheeler. Uh, lefties hit 338 off Wheeler, but righties only 277. I like Wheeler a lot at 10-8. If you can, if you can get him in your lineup, I'm going that way tonight. The only other guy I like here above 9,000 because there's only one other. Nate Eovaldi. Yes, he got shellacked his last time out. He faced Baltimore in Baltimore. Two and two-thirds, ten hits, four earned, uh, no strikeouts, minus 9.2. But prior to that, 27-6, 27-4, 23-9 in his Boston starts. He was very, very good. 
Now, Philadelphia, you know, they do have some pop in their bats, but you saw what uh, Porcello did yesterday. It's also a lot of strikeouts, almost 26% strikeout rate versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Eovaldi's got his 21% rate, 10% swinging strike, 45% ground ball. They might ride, run into one or two, but the strikeouts should be there for Eovaldi. You look at Philadelphia, 4.15 team total, lefties 339, righties only 282. So Eovaldi is definitely a GPP viable play tonight at that $9,300 price point. I'm going to combine those two guys with the two 8K guys that I like and give you kind of a foursome uh, rating there. And one of them is Kevin Gossman at $8,700. He's at home against the Miami Marlins. Uh, he's faced Miami once this year, five and two-thirds, two earned seven Ks for 17.4 DraftKings points. Coming off a great start against Milwaukee, eight innings, one earned eight Ks for 32.4 DraftKings points. A little rocky prior to that, but that's Kevin Gossman. That's the guy we know. Very up, very down. At home against the Miami Marlins team, you know, no Justin Bohr. Um, they can be pesky at times, but overall, nothing too scary. They've been getting mowed down pretty regularly of late, even though they surprised a few against Animal Sanchez yesterday. Gossman's got better stuff than Sanchez. Sanchez is usually more consistent, so it's kind of a GPP type thing. Gossman's a minus 230 home favorite. Uh, Miami striking out 22.6% of the time. Gossman has a 47% ground ball rate and only a 32% hard contact. So, all in all, he's been really good. Just has a tendency to give the long ball from time to time. Miami has a 3.2 team total, second lowest on the slate. Lefty's 334, righty's 352. But when you talk about the Miami Marlins, a 294 Woba, 123 ISO, not good at all versus right-handed pitching. So Kevin Gossman at this price point, it is risky because Gossman can come off the rails at any given moment. But at 8700 bucks, definitely in play for you here. The other guy I will mention is Shane Bieber, 8300 bucks at the Cincinnati Reds. Great American Small Park is always a scary place to pitch in, but when you talk about the Beebs, 3.382 ERA on the road compared to 4.64 at home. Coming off a nice 28-point performance at the White Sox, 22 prior to that at the Angels, 15 prior to that at Minnesota. Did have a hiccup against Pittsburgh, but then 21-6 against the Yanks, 15 against the A's. So he's pitched overall really, really well. Maybe 300 bucks on a night with very suspect pitching going up in a Great American Small Park against a struggling Cincinnati Reds team. It strikes out to over 21% of the time. Bieber's 24% K rate, 11% swinging strike rate, 46% ground ball rate. Does have a hard contact to 41%, which is not good at all. So the Reds might run into one. A couple Reds one-offs could be GPP viable. I wouldn't stack, but they could be there. Lefties do it 355. Joey Votto has been out of the lineup of late. He's been banged up. If he's out, that's definitely a massive boost for Bieber, obviously. Shevler's due back this week, so keep an eye on that. But uh, Scooter Jeanette's the only real lefty that would concern me a ton in that lineup. Uh, Righty's at 268. They have a 315 Woba, which is okay, and a 139 ISO, which is not good at all. So Shane Bieber at 83 becomes a play against the Reds. All of these plays are risky, except Zach Wheeler obviously has some, but not nearly what Evaldi, Gossman, and Bieber have. But they also have, all have 20-plus point upside, which I love to see. So when you're up top here, I got Wheeler 1, Gossman 2, Evaldi 3, Bieber 4. Now when you drop below 8K, I got three guys, and they're all below 7K that we'll be targeting tonight. Super GPP risky play, but I told you Nick Pavetta was, and he was absolutely outstanding yesterday. That's what you can get if your guy's on. And when it comes to Vinny Velasquez, it's just don't walk guys. If he's not walking guys, he's fine. He got beat up by Arizona his last time out. Prior to that, Miami, 30.5. He had a walkathon against Cincinnati. Struggled against the Dodgers, but San Diego, the Mets looked outstanding. The Yankees, he had 19.3. So he can get it done. It's just the inconsistencies are there. But he's got that big-time GPP upside. It'll be super low on because no one wants to attack a Boston team that strikes out a little less than 19% of the time. But Vince, Vince has a 27% strikeout rate, 39% ground ball rate, only 33% hard contact. Again, 
don't walk, guys. That simple. Boston has a 4.14 total middle of the pack tonight. Lefty's 318, righty's 280. So Vinny Lee, as risky as it can be, but tremendous GPP upside at $6,900. Felix Pena, I think, will be the popular one down here. He's 6,600 for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at the San Diego Padres. He's been very, very good on the road this year. A 184 ERA compared to 652 at home. He had 11 points at uh, uh, home against Oakland at Cleveland, 6-4. Struggled against Seattle. And the White Sox struggled. He's had 20-plus point upside against the Dodgers and the Orioles and 15 against the Arizona Diamondbacks. He's 6600 bucks. He's a roller coaster ride. But it is a Padres team that, yes, does have some pop. But you saw uh, Barria did against them last night. You saw Heaney did the night before. There's a lot of holes in this lineup. Doesn't mean they won't expose Pena, but, you know, you strike out 26% of the time. First, right-handed pitching. Pena's got a 21% K rate, almost 11% swinging strike rate, 43% ground ball rate, but does give up almost 44% hard contact. So, again, similar to the Marlins and the Reds, you could use a couple one-offs there. I don't mind a couple Padres one-offs, but at the same time, I'm not running by any means to go target them. They do have a 4-4-5 team total. Lefty's 373, righty's 330 against Felix Pena. But when you look at the Padres, a 288 Wobo, 126 ISO, first right-handed pitching, not good. So Pena will probably be popular. Like all these plays tonight, there is a lot of risk because we don't have the, the lockdown aces we're used to. But they could come into play for you. The last guy I'll mention Super risky as well, but I think there's tremendous upside. I mentioned Cashner was an interesting play yesterday. He got it done against the Mets. We're talking Dylan Bundy, $6,500. This is a guy that used to be up in the 8s and the 9Ks. When he's on, he's absolutely filthy. Now he's the home run champion on the on the wrong way in baseball this year. He gives up the most home runs. He's been better uh, at home or at, on the road than at home, but he's at home tonight. But he has faced the Mets once. Seven innings, three hits, no earned, five Ks for 26.2. DraftKings points coming off a of minus four against Boston, but then at Texas 18-1, Tampa Bay 24-8, at Toronto 3.1, minus 0.4, minus 4, 4.5, 24.9, 15.3, 29-26-2. is Dylan Bundy in a nutshell. He has tremendous ace-like 25-plus point upside. He also can get shellacked at a moment's notice. But when I talk about Felix Pena, he doesn't have that 25-plus point upside very often at all, if at all. Vincent Velasquez does. But he doesn't usually make it that far because he walks a few guys and gets out. If you want to go for the boom and the bust, Dylan Bundy at $6,500 is tremendous in this matchup against the New York Mets. Um, the Mets could tee off on him. Their bats have woken up a bit, but they didn't get the Kashner. It, it, it's interesting. It's very, very risky, but they strike out almost 22% of the time versus righties. Bundy's got a 24% K rate, 12.5% swinging strike rate. Just gives up a lot of fly balls and a lot of hard contact. That's his problem, and it's in a very good ballpark for the ball to fly out of. But when you look at the Mets uh, against Bundy, lefties hit 401, righties only 297. There aren't, you know, there's Nemo, there's Conforto, maybe a couple others that sneak in there, but not a ton. Like McNeil's in there now. They have a few lefties that can worry you, that can jump the palm. At 6,500 bucks, he can give up a couple runs. The strikeouts will be there. The Mets have a 306 Wobo and a 158 ISO, average at best, kind of below average against right handed pitching. So Bundy at 6,500 bucks, very, very interesting. Uh, the pitchers we got down here in the in the below, I got Bundy 1, Velasquez 2, Pena 3. Two reasons there. I like the risk with Bundy and Velasquez, and Pena should be chalky as chalk. If you want to go cash game, you go Pena with like Wheeler and you walk away. But uh, I think there's a lot of viability in uh, Bundy and, and Velasquez. At least one of them, I think, gets the job done, if not both, and can be real GPP difference makers in your lineups. So recapping your pitching real quick, I got Wheeler, Gossman, Ivaldi, Bieber from 8K and above. 
And then down below, Bundy, Velasquez, and Pena. So but a very, very good roller coaster ride of pitching tonight. Nothing that's really locked down. I'd say Wheeler is the quote-unquote safest play out there if you believe anything is safe in fantasy baseball. Let's go to the bats on this slate where we will have some fun. We'll start the catcher's position. you got Buster Posey returning against uh, – or Ryu's returning against the Giants. you got Posey at 4K. Uh, by the way, Yasiel Puig, baby back bitch. Uh, Evan Gaddis against uh, Anderson at 39 could be interesting. Anderson's actually better versus righties than lefties, so don't completely run into that trap. But, you know, Gaddis against the lefty is pretty darn good. But the farther down you look, you get into the mid-threes and below where we start to see things we can do. Salvador Perez at 35 was a great play yesterday. He's 3,600 versus Estrada. He's a big fly ball guy. You can take advantage of that. Danny Jansen, the high-titled prospect catcher for Toronto's up to 3,600. Went to Ding Dong City yesterday at six points in his first game. He's a very, very good hitting catcher with some decent power. Talked about him on the Nasty Cast last night. I was a guest with the boys from the Nasty Cast. Great group of guys. Go check that out. But uh, Danny Jansen at 36 definitely could get behind that one. If you are looking for some Reds one-offs, Tucker Barnhart at 35 versus the Beebs. Could be worth the play for you there, but I'd probably go up to Jansen if you can. When you slide that out even farther, though, to the low threes and then dip into the twos, like uh, Bresenio from the Angels at 3,100. If he's, if he's in a lineup against Erlin, I like that a lot. Bresenio's a good little catcher, kind of sneaky under-the-radar guy. Erlin is not good. Um, the Angels have a team total of... Do, 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 do. Where'd you go? About 4.1. Lefty's 304, righty's 282. I don't know where those numbers came from because Erlin is not that good, unless he's just fluky out of the bullpen type stuff. But uh, Bersanio at 31, I'll definitely take a look at that for a cheaper option. Uh, Michael Perez of Tampa Bay against Sessa at 3K is another cheapie I don't mind at all. So there's a couple at 31 and 3K you can take a peek at. Farther down, you can look like a Sandy Leone at 29 versus Velasquez. He can definitely be a punt for you. He went yard yesterday. Uh, could run into one at any moment. His bat's kind of heating up a little bit as he keeps playing great defense back there for the AL leading Boston Red Sox, who are now the favorites to win the World Series as the Dodgers are dead. Called that on the, around the bases episode 76 last night. A couple weeks ago, I announced the Nationals are dead. Then I announced the Yankees are dead. And now the Dodgers are dead. And so things, so far, things are coming to fruition. So, yes, Bubba, Bubba Domus over here has got it going for you. But other than that, there's not a ton to like down here until lineups come out at the lower catcher's position. Going over to the first base position, you got Matty Carpenter versus Hellboy at 5,600. That is pretty darn good. Uh, lefty's 343, righty's 308 versus Hellickson. Carpenter could easily run into another one tonight at 5,600 bucks. He's a solid play there. Freddie Freeman at 51 at a big game last night. Went deep, almost got a second one. Lefties can't get to Urania at 5,100, so go take a peek at that one. After Mr. Freeman, you got the likes of Ryan Zimmerman versus Gombers. Okay at 49, I don't hate it. Um, Yonder Alonso versus Stevenson at 44, I do like a bit. The... Uh, Indians will be pretty, yeah, second highest total on the slate of 5.28. The Braves are 5.3. So right behind them, lefty's 310, righty's 321. Stevenson's not very good at baseball. He's a good little prospect, hasn't figured out the bigs yet. So Yonder Alonso, 4400 bucks, different piece of that uh, Cleveland lineup you can definitely exploit. I talked about that before. Uh, Mitchie Tubags versus Velasquez at 43 if you want to get weird. Um, Jake Bowers at 42 is in play. If Joey Votto does crack the lineup, let me reiterate this one for you here. Uh, if he does crack the lineup, he did play yesterday, actually. He's 0 for 4. He has been slumping quite a bit. We're talking about his last 10 games. He's averaging 5 a game. But Joey Votto's 4100 bucks for Bieber, who gives up a lot of hard contact. So that is eerily cheap. I'm not saying run to play him because he struggled a ton. There's other good plays around him. But Votto's really, really cheap. Sliding on down a little farther, maybe Justin Borg gets a start for Zivaldi at 41. 
You can look at that. Carlos Santana at 4K versus Volley. Both of those guys are in play for you there. Farther down, if you want a little punt action, G-Man Choi at Tampa Bay at 3,800 versus Sessa. Could be an interesting, cheaper option for you. Um, you know, J.D. Davis, Yuli Gurriel from Houston at 36, depending on who's in the lineup there. Other than that, check your lineups, see what pops up for you. So over to the second base position, you got Ozzy Albies at 48, another great play tonight from him. Atlanta, obviously the highest total like we just talked about. Definitely in play for you there. As Drupal Cabrera at 44 is very interesting. If Dozier's in the lineup against Derek Holland at 43, that's pretty darn outstanding. Holland's been good this year, but the Dodgers have a 475 team total. Lefty's 277, righty's 362, and we know how Dozier likes his lefties, so jump on that train if you'd like. If not, Jason Kipnis at 42, another piece of that Cleveland action we could definitely get behind. One of my favorite Cincinnati one-offs, if you're going to fade the Beebs, is Jeanette, Scooter Jeanette at 4,200. You can go that direction. And then you got Joey Wendell, second base outfit eligible at 42, averaging almost nine points a game in his last 10, playing really, really good baseball in the middle of that Tampa Bay order against Luis Sessa. So you can exploit that. Tampa Bay could be a sneakier one tonight when you really break it down. Uh, they have a team total of... Oh, they don't have it to wait for that total on that game. But lefties 284, righties 395 recesso. So massive reverse splits, but I still respect the lefties because we are in Yankee Stadium. So that's something to definitely take a uh, reminder on. But there's Willie Adamas, second base shortstop at 41. Devin Travis swinging a hot bat for Toronto at 4K versus Birch Smith. Birch Smith is not good. Second base is rather loaded tonight. Toronto has a 4.7 total, fifth highest on the slate. Lefties 362, righties 388 versus Birch Smith. So Toronto becomes in play like they've been the last few nights. Devin Travis at 4K. You got Alberto Mondesi at 4K, second base shortstop. I hate he bats ninth, but he got you 35 DraftKings points yesterday. He went 4-4 four four with two doubles, uh, an RBI, a run, and three stolen bases. He's got that kind of GPP upside, just very, very risky. It's inconsistent, but it's there. Sliding on down even more, like a Whit Merrifield at 39. He's got some value for you. He was 4,600 yesterday. Estrada still is not good at baseball. Farther on, you go like a Jeff McNeil at 38 for his Bundy. If you want to go cheaper, even cheaper, like a Neil Walker, first base, second base against Faria at 3,600 could be come and play. Uh, Johnny VR leading off versus Wheeler at 35. If, if you're going to not use Wheeler and you want to kind of one-off cheapy, you can go that direction. Heading over to the third base position. You have Jose Ramirez at 6K. I told you he was an absolute phenomenal. Might be top play yesterday. Went to Ding Dong City. Got you 20-plus points. He's in a great spot against Stevenson. He's up to $6,000 now. That's the problem. Still a phenomenal spot if you can afford him. Get a little pricey. I can get Maddie Carp at 56 in a great spot against Hellickson. So pick your poison there. But yes, Jose is obviously a great play. Miguel Anahar had another nice night yesterday. He's 47 versus Faria. Uh, Anthony Rendon, I like a lot versus Gomber at 45. I respect Gomber's game, but he's still young. He's facing a Nats team with a 4 4 total. Lefty's 369. Righty's 392. And we know how Rendon likes his lefty. So 4,500 for Rendon could be a nice little play for you there. Johan Camargo at 43, continue to have a good uh, game yesterday against Arena tonight, 4,300. Rafael Devers in a GPP at 4K. Uh, farther down you look, though, Brian Anderson at 38 versus Gosman could come into play for you there if you want to go that direction. Uh, Evan Longoria versus Ryu at 37. Longoria's not lighting the world on fire, but you know career-wise, we know how well he does hit lefties. Uh, Timmy Beckham, though, I'll go back to that well if you're not using Wheeler. Beckham, third base shortstop. He's 3,300 bucks. I told you I loved him yesterday in that matchup. He went deep. He's averaging 8.7 in his last 10. So he's got that upside there, hitting towards the top of the Baltimore lineup. Um, 
if you're not using Wheeler, it's probably because you don't think he's going to get it done. Uh, you got to try to get him in your lineup if you can. That's just my two cents. He might get blown up, but he's in such a great spot on a slate where you don't really have that comfort zone tonight. At the same time, if you want to save money and take the gambles, you know me. I'm all for it. Shortstop position, Frankie Lindor at 59 is very, very solid. Of course, Didi Gregorius at 49 versus Faria is very, very interesting as well. Uh, Trey Turner, I like him at 4,700. Remember, he gets righties almost better than he gets lefties, but still a good play for you there. Uh, Paul DeYoung at 45 versus Hellickson, don't hate it. Azrubal Cabrera, Yon Camargo. Guys we've already talked about playing really, really well. One you might want to look at tonight, and I respect as a Giants fan what Derek Holland has done, but Manny Machado is only 4,200 bucks. We mentioned how righties can hit Holland very, very well. Uh, I watched a lot of those Machado at-bats of late. He's hitting the ball extremely hard. People are saying he's slumping. He's only averaging six points his last 10, you know, a 12, then a 2. A 0, a 7, a 0, a 6, but then 10, 7, 15. If anybody can break out of a slump fast, it's Manny Machado. And a 4,200 could be in a great spot to do that tonight. So that's a great value there with Manny Machado. Again, you got William Adamas at 41. Alberto Mondesi at 4K. Talked about them already. Uh, Ahmed Rosario at 3,900 bucks leading off for the Mets. If you're not using Bundy, Ahmed uh, could be a nice cheapie for you there. He's playing really, really well. He got you five points last night, averaging 8.8 his last 10. So he could be a nice little play for you. But Freddie Galvis has been straight fire. He's 3800 bucks. He went deep again yesterday. Averaging 11.6 his last 10. He's got five homers in his last 10 games, including two stolen bases. Uh, 14, 19, 30 in his last three. And then a zero, a 13, a 20. So 13 or more points in five of his last six. He is swinging a hot, hot bat. Ride it while you can at 3800 bucks. I don't hate that at all. Uh, farther down you look at the position, though, you got the likes of... Uh, not much. Not much at all. You know, uh, Miguel Rojas can come down here. Maybe Greg Garcia gets a start for St. Louis. But check lineups. Maybe someone will pop up for you there. And then heading to the outfield to wrap it up, you got Mookie Betts is always in a great spot. J.D. Martinez as well. Ronald Acuna is straight fire. He's up to 5700 bucks now. He doubled on yesterday. He's averaging 18 in his last 10. He had 35 yesterday. 24, 36, 18, 14, 15, 14, 24, 0, 0. If it weren't for those two zeros at the end, he'd be even crazier. 5700 bucks for Uranium in a phenomenal spot if you want to pay up for him. Uh, ben and Teddy's in a good spot as well. Michael Brantley, I do like a 55 will go under the radar. If you aren't using Bundy, we mentioned lefty, so Nemo is in play. You got Marquez and company, Harper and Soto. Soto does hit lefties really well, so he'll go low-owned in this matchup versus Gomber at 5K if you want to be contrarian. Conforto at 49 is nice. Love me some Justin Upton. I liked him yesterday. He's 4,891 deep yesterday. He's averaging 13.1 his last 10, and no one ever owns him. His last three games, 24, 21, 23, 5, 19, 16, 21. 16 or more in five of his last six. When Upton gets hot, he gets hot. So against Erland tonight, I think he's in a great spot at 4,800 bucks. Do not sleep on Justin Upton. You got Malik Smith leading off versus Luis Sessa at 48. Can definitely dig that. The way he's been getting on base and stealing bags. But Aaron Hicks at 47 does give you some value over a Malik Smith type. Farther down you look, though, like uh, Tiasco Hernandez or Randall Gritchick. We saw how the righties can hit Burt Smith really, really well. They'll be way overlooked on this slate. So 44 for Hernandez, 43 for Gritchick. Can both be GPP-type plays for you. Uh, farther down you go, like Reese Hoskins went deep yesterday. He's 4,300 versus Evaldi tonight in a GPP. I can get behind that. Uh, Mark Trumbo in a GPP at 42 as well. Could be an interesting play. Joey Wendell talked about him already at 42. Jake Bowers at 42, both kind of. Cheaper options, but I'd go to Nick Williams at 42. Definitely has that upside against Nate Eovaldi that you're looking for in that matchup. Uh, going down even farther, though, 
Uh, give Odebell Herrera at 41 versus Evaldi can be a cheapie. There are some nice cheaper outfielders here. There are some awesome ones up top, but some nice cheapies. Uh, Harrison Bader at 4K versus Helixson is in play. Cedric Mullins, if he's leading off versus Wheeler, and you're not using Wheeler at 4K, I can get behind that. The Grandy Man, Curtis Granderson at 4K against Burt Smith as well. So Toronto definitely has some one-offs, if not mini stacks, you can look at to uh, kind of give you some salary relief throughout their lineups. Whit Merrifield, only 3900 bucks. I don't understand that price point. Against Marco Starr, he's 46 yesterday. He's been playing really, really well. Um, Kansas City, where did you go? Royals have a 4-3 total. Lefty's 321, righty's 368. I don't understand that Whit Merrifield price. I really, really don't at 3900 bucks. Uh, he doesn't like hit a bunch of homers or anything. He gets on base. He scores running. He had 14 more points yesterday. Like he's really, really good. Um, I don't understand that in this matchup. Cash games, he almost got to lock that in. And he's got GPP upside. Kiki Hernandez outfield shortstop against Derek Holland at 3,900 bucks. You know he likes to mash his lefties. Play it's in the middle of the lineup against lefties. So keep an eye on Kiki at that price tag at 39. Definitely gets you something going there. Uh, let's see what Scotty Shevler update is. I know he's supposed to come back sometime this week. He resumed throwing Monday, did not experience any pain. So maybe at the uh, in a weekend time for Shevler. So you don't have to worry about him tonight versus the Beebs. Farther down, Ozuna's always a GPP play at 37. He's tilting as hell, but he's always a GPP play with that upside he has. Um, Kevin Kiermaier at 36 sucks. He's towards the bottom of the order. Loses a lot of his luster in that matchup now. Um, Gorky Hernandez and Austin Slater, depending on who's towards the top of the order there, against Hungjin Ryu at 34 each. Could give you some salary relief if you want to go there. Like a Jorge Bonifacio at 33. If uh, Fran Mill Reyes, 33 hit bombs there. Go check those out. Um, farther down you go, though, like a, uh, da, 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 maybe an Alex Gordon at 3,100. Sometimes against right-handed bats, they have a hit towards the top of the order, so I can dig that at 31 as a salary relief. You got the switch hit in Eric Young Jr. He's averaging eight points his last 10. He did this last year when he got called up. He tore it up. He had 21 last night, 12 the night before, 7 the night before that. He switched in. It's towards the bottom of the order, but for 3100 bucks, if you think the Angels get to Erlin, uh, Eric Young Jr. could definitely come into play for you there. That reminds me, they called up their catcher, Ward. I'll get to him in a minute because check your lineups and see what other um, cheapies are at the outfield position. But with the lefty Erlin on the mound, Fletcher should be leading off, and that can give you some salary relief in the middle infield positions. And then let me see what they got Ward priced at. This is a young catcher. I mentioned Jansen for Toronto being really, really good. Uh, this Ward kid can hit too, and he had a nice night last night. Uh, let's see what his price point is. Okay, let's just do this the easy way. Let's just go to LA Angels of Anaheim. Where you at, boys? He's not even in the player pool, DraftKings. What are you doing? That's why I couldn't find him. Well, that answers that question, everybody. Um, wow, that sucks. So, no, you can't use Ward tonight. <laughs> God damn, that's horrible. But that'll do it for your bats. Uh, recap on the pitching real quick. Up top, Wheeler, Gossman, Ivaldi, Bieber, down below, Velasquez, or Bundy, Velasquez, Pena. Lots to like there. Offensively, you know, the Brazers, Urania's got the top total. They're going to be great. But, you know, um, the Rays versus Sessa can be sneaky nice. The Yankees are free and always in play. But you got teams like the Indians versus Stevenson also. Right-handed Dodgers bats are in play. The Blue Jays are a sneaky one that I like. Uh, get some of the Cardinals versus Hellickson if you want. Especially the lefties. Padres versus Pena can be sneaky nice. Um, Nationals against Gomber as well. Even though Gomber's he's very hit and miss. So if it's a miss, the Nationals could pop off tonight. But tons and tons to like. Look at the Royals versus Strata. That Royals-Toronto game, again, it was a big one yesterday. It's been a big one all series. It's two teams that basically gave up on the year. Are playing some guys that don't have anything for pitching. 
So you're seeing it play out in front of you. Let's check out some BVP on this four, uh, 10 game evening slate. Uh, da, 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 here we go. Uh, da, da, nothing. JD Martinez, three for three with a homer off Alaska. Small sample, but you got something. Uh, they got not much sample wise here. Ronald Torres and Brett Gardner in small samples to take him for Rhea deep. Kiermaier and Gomez in small samples for Sessa. Freddie Freeman, eight for 20, two doubles, a triple, and two homers off Urania. Enciarte, Flowers, Suzuki, Swanson have all taken Urania deep. The Braves like Urania. Da, da, da. Starling Castro, 10 for 32 doubles off Kevin Gossman. Nolan Arenado, 6 for 14 in the double and two homers off Cole. Desmond's taking him deep as well. Alcides Escobar, 5 for 10 with a triple off Marco Estrada. He is an extremely cheap shortstop if you ever choose to go that way. Matt Carpenter, 3 for 8 with a double off of Helixson. Ozuna, Jericho, and Molina have all taken Helixson deep. Um, not much either. Dozier, 5 for 16 with a homer off Holland. Kemp and Kiki both have taken Holland deep. Uh, Longo's got a homer off Ryu. Hunter Pence, 12 for 29, two doubles. Posey, 10 for 31, three doubles and a homer. Crawford's taken them deep as well. So not a ton of BVP tonight. No birthday, boys. So there you go. Ten game slate in the books. Check us out, thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens on Twitter. If you need to get in the Slack chat, let us know. It's a good thing. The more guys are active, the more we get going. It's been a little uh, up and down in there, but we got NFL DFS coming up as well. Um, got a guy in there that uh, given some good plays away last week. He'll be joining the team for writing later this year. Um, we got Bench with Bubba, episode 115, recorded last night with Fighting Chance Ryan from Fighting Chance Fantasy. Talking some recent news and a wide receiver deep dive to get you ready for the fantasy football season. Recorded around the base with Bubba and Mo, episode 76 last night. Myself and Mo did a deep dive in the NFL playoff race. Talked some awards and some other things, and then had an interview with the Smarty Jones of thegoodfight.com talking Phillies baseball great stuff there go check that out like I said I was a guest on the Nasty Cast last night with my buddies Nate Ron Rigney and Van Lee the manly Van Lee great time talking to those guys talked about a lot of prospects some some waiver wire guys to target and some recent player news great time with the Nasty Cast boys as always so go check that out they're on the Fan Tracks radio network go check them out and then we've got the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast Jesse's got his picks out We'll have the OAD picks later today. Uh, Andrew McClintock came out with an article about some low-owned guys that can help you on your stretch run. One was Mr. Danny Jansen. We talked about catching for the Toronto Blue Jays tonight. So tons going on at D-Sports DJs right now. Absolutely love us. Go give us a rate and review. Hit us up on Twitter. If you're looking to write, let us know. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll stop talking now so you can get your lines built. Good luck tonight. This was MLB DFS Quick Kits, your Wednesday, August 15th edition. I'm out.